I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Guru Raghavendran, Senior Vice President, BFS Products of Azentio Software. We want to focus on analytics in specific domain segments. So, Guru, what do we mean by this? Today, analytics has become important considering uh, the era that we live in, where we focus on analytics based on domain use cases. Just to give an example, we have a castle suite of product and within castle suite of product, there are different models that are available as use cases. For example, probability of default is one model. For example, expected credit clause in another model. Similarly, within the Amlock anti-money laundering software, we have a couple of analytical models uh, to take care of false positives. This is how our focus on analytics is focusing on the strength of the products that we already are present today. So we are adding the use cases based on those existing products so that we capture the market on analytics. You mentioned two of your products there, Castle and Amlock. It uh, has to be said, you performed quite strongly in IBS's sales league table, Castle in Islamic lending retail segment and Amlock in compliance management. What's behind the success? Purely, uh, success can be attributed to a couple of aspects. We have been uh, you know, focusing on a product roadmap evolving our products uh, time to time in line with the roadmap and you know working with the customers to improve on the latest offerings this is where an extension of the products of castle amlock is analytics that's where the extension has come in place so we have three focus areas uh, within castle and amlock which is digital risk and analytics so that's how we have expanded our product offerings over a period of time that makes us relevant today that makes us also other vendors where we can look forward to them from a future roadmap perspective. So consistency in roadmap, keeping in view of the future and having the relevant offerings to the current market environment makes the difference. Well, you're responsible for these two products now for the company, but you're also responsible for a third product for MFund. Yes, so we uh, our focus is our areas are very clear today. Uh, one is the Castle Universal Banking Suite. Second is Amlock. Third one is MFund Plus. So M1 Plus is on the asset management side. We are a leading uh, asset management solution provider in India and Malaysia. And we are going to capitalize on the existing market footprint in India and Malaysia to grow to the other markets. So these are the three broad products within the BFS space that we're focusing on. Azentio is a relatively new name. Obviously, you're not a new business, though. What's the background? So this happened pretty recently where the product business of 3i Infotech, which included banking products, uh, financial services, which is M-Fund, insurance, which is Premia, and ERP, which is known by the brand Orion, uh, has been carved out of 3i Infotech to form as insure software. And this is 100% owned by Apex Partners. Now, Apex Partners, as we all know, is a global PE fund uh, with over 40 years in existence and an aggregate commitment of over uh, $60 billion dollars. So now with uh, APAX in place, Azentio Software has a renewed focus on products with an increased R&D uh, and improved service delivery. So we are headquartered in Singapore and uh, have offices across uh, Asia, Middle East, and Africa. As well as we speak today, uh, more than 700 customers in 48 countries and a strong team of uh, 1,700 plus and growing as we speak. But it's not just about the existing products, is it? You've actually been quite busy on the acquisition trail in the last few months. Uh, three acquisitions, Candela, Biontech, Path Solutions, once completed, two are in process. 
So you're not just building out the business by building on the products that have come out of 3i Infotech. You're building out the business with key acquisitions as well. What was behind the decision-making in that process? So Robin, I think our vision is very clear to be a leading software provider in the BFSI space when it comes to emerging markets. So the acquisitions are strategic in nature, where, for example, with Path, they also are with IBSI for that matter, and they are the leading core banking provider on the Islamic side. So if you look at it now, it's strategic in nature, where we see a lot of synergies in line with the vision of becoming the market leader in the emerging markets for BFSI software provider, where we have Islamic core banking, leading core banking. We have Castle uh, suite of products. We have Amblock. And now we'll take M1 Plus also. So I think the idea is to be the one-stop shop, the leading uh, software provider in the emerging markets. Okay, you've mentioned emerging markets a couple of times there. And you also mentioned specifically India and Malaysia in a couple of instances. Is the focus going to remain on Asia, the Middle East and Africa? I think uh, very clearly our focus is to be a leader in uh, Asia, Middle East and Africa. Those are the focus areas. I think there is enough opportunities over here. I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity to explore. And uh, I mean, I think with those acquisitions, you know, already if I can see we are topping the IBS tables in the coming year. So I think that's the aim. We want to be the top uh, leader. Uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room, COVID-19. We really can't ignore the pandemic. How's that affected your business and how is it going to affect you moving forward? We have been lucky enough. Again, we thank our customers because within BFS, we have 200 plus customers on board today. And if you reflect on COVID-19, uh, everybody's gone back to their existing customers. An example, even a bank is trying to focus on how to cross-sell to an existing customer. So even as an organization for us, the focus has been on you know how we can work with the existing customers to give them multiple offers. So two key points, uh, if, if you may allow me to set the context, if you look at the unbanked population, is around 1.7 billion today, as published by World Bank uh, report, which is people who do not have bank account. The second statistics I want to say in a different context is the trade gap is around 2.4 trillion expected to be by 2025, where people have a bank account, but they cannot get access to credit. So those are you know two different. One, you, they don't have access. One, who have access, but they don't have a credit facility. They can't avail credit facility from a bank. So today, the focus has been on this new to credit population or whom we call as SME invisibles. That is the focus of the end customers. You know, how do we attract that market, which is where fintechs are playing a role? So I think as Azinshio, we have been up to date in terms of providing solutions to talk to that market segment. So we have uh, our including the analytic solution that we're talking about, digital and risk which is embedded as a part of Castle and Amblock, which helps our banks and FIs to focus on capturing the NTC segment or uh, the SME invisibles, which is the focus of the you know, most of the financial institutions today. So COVID has been uh, good in some ways where we are focusing on our existing strength, focusing on existing customers, building more on our strengths. Would you also say that the customers, your customers, that is, are more receptive to digital solutions now than maybe they were a couple of years ago because they've had to be because of COVID. Absolutely. I think uh, that that is the way it is going, where they're looking forward for an approach where now it is digital first. So I'll give a recent example with the bank that you're working, where again, you know, analytics and digital is in play. They're a bank with a liability base. 
Now, with the liability base, they want to grow the asset, which is the loans. So what they're doing is they're taking the liability customers, we're doing a lot of analytics and giving a digital way of getting a loan, a credit. So that is a whole project that is going on, which sets the pay in terms of you know, the digital era ushering in because of COVID-19. And that is the way forward. And we have been uh, successfully able to combine solutions of digital risk and analytics to make this happen. Uh, have you been to India Open, if I'm asked? Yes, I have. I mean, have you been to Bombay? And uh, do you know what a chai means? I know about the chai sellers in Mumbai, yes. Okay, okay, fantastic. So just to give you the, you know, the the, the relevance of uh, the new to customer segment, if you look at Bombay, a lot of uh, street vendors sell chai. Now, he's an MSME for me. How do I enable this population to have a good credit? You will believe me or not, I've seen colleagues from different institutions sitting there daily basis, counting the number of chai he sells day on day. And, you know, and then he makes a data out of it. And, you know, then with that data, you help monetize it. And then, you know, you know, he's consistently selling 200 cups of chai every day. So what is the revenue? Can we make a data out of it? And can we give him some credit? So that is the extent where uh, a new to credit segment is the focus today. Uh, same with people passing out of college. So when you pass out of a college, you don't have any banking exposure. So you're a new to credit segment. So I've seen entities who go to a college who give iPhone 12 or iPhone 11 to the students and you pay with no interest uh, to the class monitor, for example. Okay, So the class monitor collects it and they study the behavior of the students over a period of 12 months. And that becomes an important critical data set which is, you know, which is asked by the banks or FIs to, you know, use the data set to study segments and penetrate the NTC segment. So I think that is what is happening today, and it's accelerated due to COVID. Well, what you you've actually given us there, particularly with that that latter example, is the use of what is called alternative data in terms Absolutely. of getting a credit rating or getting credit. Absolutely, Robin. I think so that alternative data will go along with the analytics where you have NTC scorecard or you know NTC model. So that's how the data becomes important. Data is important. Analytics is important. You're focusing on emerging markets. What's in store for the future for Essentio? Clearly, I think the way the world is moving, each customer is uh, journey is evolving. So every customer journey is evolving today. So everything is personalized service. It's like, you know, I go to a Starbucks, I get a coffee. That's the same expectation the person has when he comes to a bank or NPFC when he wants a loan or, you know, whatever checks happens to him. So keeping this in mind, we are clear on our focus areas. Uh, we are focusing on our strengths today very clearly. We want to be a leading, along with Path, a leading core banking on the Islamic side, very clear focus. Second, a leading lending player with Castle Brand, clearly focused leading AML player, AMLOC player across the market, and a leading asset management player with M1 Plus customers. So this is the focus areas. And if you look at uh, what you asked about acquisitions, it is in line with the strategy so that we can derive synergies and become the best uh, in the emerging markets. Guru Raghavendran, Senior Vice President, BFS Products of Azencio Software. Thank you very much.